live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. The now famous Twitter files have proven beyond all doubt that the corrupt officials at the FBI have been coordinating a massive censorship, surveillance, and propaganda campaign against the American people and, frankly, against me. In the most recent and notorious example, the FBI worked to stop the truth from being told about the Biden family's criminality. They worked so hard to stop it from coming out and the corruption prior to the 2020 election. They didn't want any bad information to come out about the Biden family. The fix was in. The election was rigged. But the censorship of the laptop from hell is only the beginning of the story about the weaponization of government against free speech. We must have free speech in our country. We must have a fair and free press. As recent reporting shows, the FBI and other rogue agencies have been systematically colluding with former national security officials placed in high positions at Twitter and very likely other companies to advance their censorship regime, which is really, in this case, to steal an election. This anti-American effort, and a very illegal effort at that, has been working to silence dissenting opinions on COVID and crucial issues on public health and on the election and elections in the future. They suppressed doctors and health experts who dared to question approved public health narratives. They censored voices who criticized school closures, lockdowns, and mandates. And they even banned people simply for stating proven scientific facts. And anything bad about China, they didn't want out. But anything bad about Biden and the Biden crime family, and that's what it was, just look at the laptop from hell. They didn't want that coming out under any circumstances. What they wanted coming out was anything bad about your favorite president, me. (laughs) Anything bad about Trump, put it out, even if it's not true. But this all had nothing to do with science. This had nothing to do with saving lives. It had everything to do with politics or a sick ideology. This was about government working with powerful corporations to seize power over you, the American people. And we can't let that continue. The Twitter files prove that we urgently need my plan to dismantle the illegal censorship regime, a regime like nobody's ever seen in the history of our country, or most other countries for that matter, to prosecute the perpetrators for their crimes and to restore free speech for all Americans. So important. We need a free press. We need free speech. 
We need fair elections, and we need borders. The new Congress should immediately hold hearings to investigate the role of the FBI and other federal agencies in censoring lawful speech. Congressional leaders should promptly issue subpoenas in furtherance of this goal. The revelations also highlight why my proposal to end the revolving door between the deep state — and there is a deep state indeed. I wasn't a believer, but everybody's a believer right now — and the tech tyrants is so important. There must be a seven-year cooling-off period before any employee of these powerful agencies is allowed to take a job at a major platform. Amen. When I'm president, we will take back our freedoms. <clears throat> we will take back our country. Boom, ladies and gentlemen, your favorite president right there, sounding off, looking vibrant, looking energetic, looking young, looking inspired, looking encouraged, looking like a leader, acting like a boss. When a boss comes through the room, time to face facts. Trump this, Trump that. There's a leader here to lead you in. He's going to have your back. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. I was very pleased to see that video from Mr. Donald J. Trump uh, today, especially after this morning's show, when I told you that, uh, you know, he brokered that whole deal uh, with Congress and he is literally leading the Republican Party and that you're going to see a very different Donald Trump in this entire process leading up to the 2024 presidency uh, than you saw in 2016. Why? Well, partly because uh, he's grown not only as a as a person, but as a public servant and understands very well how the inner workings of the swamp. Like he just said, I wasn't much of of a, of a believer in the deep state, but I am now. I think everyone is, he says. And not only that, but 2016 called for a very different Donald Trump. 2024 is going to call for a much uh, more poised, strong He's already shown that he's that he has uh, leadership skills, both both home and abroad. Uh, he's shown that he can he can uh, keep the world out of war. He's shown that he's not trigger happy and that he's going to get America involved in conflicts that kill men and women here in America and destroy our economy and then destroy our reputation around the world. He's already shown that that question will not exist during this campaign. Do you remember? When those 16 Republican establishment Republicans tried to take him out and the, one of the biggest things that they were hanging on was he's going to get us into a world war. He's going to destroy our trade agreements uh, and really he enhanced and upgraded the trade agra- agreements. Can anybody say USMCA? Uh, he only enhanced and, uh, or upgraded our trade agreements and not only kept us out of wars but kept nations that have been at war with each other for millennia from fighting each other. It's truly remarkable, folks. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to be here with you guys today, and it's uh, it, it really it really encourages me to see so many people log on. You know, here we are, eight minutes past the hour, and we already have 3,100 people watching on Rumble alone. What about Roku? 
What about LFA TV on Fire Stick? What about the LFA TV app? What about the podcast? Folks, there are tens of thousands of people who hear this message every day alongside each and every one of you. And the more you share, the more hear the message. And it's the truth. And we're moving forward. Uh, Ricky, I got a piece of hair on my hat and it's driving me nuts. Ricky says, Jeremy, give me a job. I can barely keep our LFA producer, but maybe someday. Maybe someday. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we do. uh, We will have our digital background back next week. Um, So just pray to God that that gets here soon. Uh, and we can uh, do away with the old backdrop here. I know the quality isn't the best, but it's the message that counts. Amen. So we've got a lot to talk about today. That was the, that was a big one right there. The difference in uh, Trump's demeanor, who he is now, what he's fighting for now. Very different than 2016. MAGA pedal to the metal. And uh, it looks like he's running the show in, in, in the House of Representatives as well. So let's pop up the rumble chat. Uh, please sound off what your name is, where you're from. How long you been watching LFA? What's your favorite show on LFA TV? Boom, there it is. Here we go. We've got Vonette. Thank you very much for joining in, Vonette. Barbara, Jim and Barbara Peters here. Moose for Trump. First time catching you live? Well, thank you, Bonnie. Well, thank you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you're here uh, for all the shows here on LFA TV. And thank you very much. Ricky Riff, don't worry. I got you someday, brother. Sly, how you doing? Not a career politician. Love it. I voted for him both times, said SheCat. Thank you very much. Uh, they found another batch of classified documents in a separate location. Yeah, they, I imagine they're going to keep finding them. Darlene from Michigan is in the building. Alex, watching from, uh, what's that, Kansas? Good to have you here. Good to have you. Thank you very much. Uh, It's better than nothing, Jeremy. Yes, you're right. It is. That's why we decided to just throw up this old LFA TV background and just keep going. I used to watch you on RAV. Well, thank you very much. I I enjoyed being with Real America's Voice News. Uh, Lisa from Indianapolis. How you doing? Joe from Nebraska. Barb from Florida. Heidi, how you doing? From California. Kevin Wilson is here. Chris, how you doing? Big shout out to Chris Rose from West Virginia. Hopefully he wins the Senate seat there. He's definitely the most MAGA candidate in West Virginia. Check him out. Chris Rose for Senate there. Um, uh, Patrick Merrick, how you doing? Good to see you. And uh, the chat's going real fast, folks, so I apologize. And uh, one more here. Let's give it to Suzanne Delft from Massachusetts, right below uh, this beautiful granite state here in New Hampshire. Folks, let's go to the Lord. How about that? Let's go to the Lord Lord, and let's get busy. we got a lot to talk about, and uh, we're going to be bringing on a guest to talk with me about this new COVID emergency extension. How stupid. How absolutely stupid. January 11th. Trust me, moment by moment, though the battle is fierce and you may be weak, your resources are unlimited. My spirit is ever ready to help you, and you have only to ask. Now, before I get into that, my, um, my, my brothers and sisters, uh, hopefully they'll come to God someday, uh, but my brothers and sisters, they have a hard time asking uh, me for anything. I don't know why. I always tell my brothers and sisters, if you need any help, just ask me. And they won't ask. And I'm sitting there thinking, and, and over Thanksgiving and Christmas, I said, you know, if you ever need any help, if you need help, you know, move in something or need, you know, help need my truck or, you know, need to borrow some cash or something like that, just ask me. And, you know, and, and I explained to them, that's all you have to do with God, too, is just ask and he'll be there. You know what I mean? Truly incredible. All you have to do is ask, folks. Don't be so proud that you don't ask for help. Sometimes somebody needs help so badly and they just won't ask for it. 
Use the best tool you have, the tool of talk. Psalm 62.8 says, trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. And from John 14, 16, and 17, and I will pray the Father and he will give, to an, give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and he will be with you. And before you turn out the light, search for me in this moment, call upon my name with confident trust. Again, folks, do not be so proud as to just, just ask if you need help. And do you know how many people need help uh, financially here on Elevate TV? And they send, a, uh, they send an, an email and they're like, I've never, ever asked for help before, but I'm just, I'm broken and I need help. And, and those, those messages really get to me because it's like, all you ever had to do is ask for help and God will provide. So it's, it's a good message for tonight. Very good message for tonight. Let's go to the Lord and prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And let's go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, I'm ready. I've got one heck of a show uh, lined up here to talk about. And a lot of it is going to be talking about the, uh, the incompetence, the ignorance, or the on-purpose destruction that this Biden administration has done to this country. And I, I got to say, folks, I am leaning towards it's not ignorance and it's not incompetence. It's exactly what Barack Obama tried to do in his first eight years. And it was exactly what Hillary Clinton was supposed to do until Donald Trump wiped the floor with her dirty sack of potatoes, but, and became president. So we're going to be talking a lot about that. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Kevin McCarthy actually backing up uh, Republican candidates, not letting the dogs and the wolves attack the rep, uh, Republicans any longer. It truly is becoming a party of a united front, and it's all under Big Bang MAGA, okay? Big Bang MAGA. All right, lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp. Here we go. And please, if you're just joining in, I would really appreciate a rumble, which is equivalent to a like, which is your thumbs up. And for all those watching across all platforms, please just come over to Rumble real quick. Give us a quick view. Give us a like. Give us a share. And then, uh, and then bounce back to your preferred uh, watching destination. Here we go. The breakdown of the system that we know of America. America is a very, very fragile country, but it's a very strong country. It is probably, oh, I will say it, it is the most dominant force as a nation, that the world has ever seen, the United States of America. And we have all glory to give to God for that. Then we walked away from God, and God turned his back on us. And when God turned his back on this Judeo-Christian nation that was built on the pillars of trust and truth and the gospel, when, when God turned his nation on that, what it did, ladies and gentlemen, is it opened the door 
for the devil to come in. Not to say that the devil wasn't already here. Trust me, sin is everywhere. But as a nation, as a whole, the devil started picking apart this country piece by piece, dinner table by dinner table, supper table by supper table, depending on where you grew up. And then it started picking apart the family, child, parent. And it started getting, you know, uh, 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 allowing families to allow their children to be addicted to electronics and everything. And what happened was, is over the decades, the United States of America and its people, we, the people, we started just getting out of politics. We started stop. We stopped talking about God and because it's wrong. Because that's disrespectful to people. We took God out of schools. We took God out of the, the, uh, our, our Congress. It wouldn't surprise me if God comes off the money once it goes digital. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it will. But what happened is, is it allowed these people to make the American people so dis, uh, disconnected with how the process works. Why do you think that what was going on in the House floor last week was so intriguing to so many people? So many people have been removed from the process and they didn't even know how it worked. How many of you, and I want you to be honest in the comment thread, how many of you before last week actually knew how the process took place in the halls of Congress, whether it be the House floor or the floor of the Senate? How many of you actually knew and understood how the process uh, works? How ballots are voted or how many, how many uh, ballot uh, votes there are, how many down ballots there are, whipping up votes, all this stuff. How, how many of you knew who, how that all worked? And I would, I would, I would beg, uh, I would suggest that a majority of you don't, didn't, I should say. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that to, be, to be rude, but that is what, that's what this country's been. You know what I mean? Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about religion. You know what I mean? Don't let them understand how our walls of government actually work. And the hall, I should say, our halls within the walls of our government actually work. So I would look at, I'm looking at the chat right now and it looks about 50%, maybe even 60, 40, didn't know. And what happened was when they took all of us out of that, they were able to take control of alphabet agencies and government institutions and non-government institutions all over the country which took decades of work, ladies and gentlemen. And then we got to Barack, Osa- uh, Barack Hussein Obama in 2008, and he promised fundamental change. That fundamental change that Barack Obama promised in 2008 is happening right now. And as a matter of fact, if you want me to be completely honest, this change would have happened in 2016 and 17. And right now, had there not been a four-year hiatus of their plan, America would completely uh, be different. It would not be recognizable. And there's a lot of people outside of this country that say that the America they once knew is not recognizable to them now. And I would agree with that as an American. It's already out of whack so much that we are no longer the shining light. We are, and we're getting it back But to the outside world, perception is reality. And look at us. We're a mockery. Our men are women. Our women are men. And if they're not, then they're having sex with each other anyway. The men and the men and the women and the women. They're killing babies. Drag queen story hour at your local library. 
a broken and busted woke military and a military industrial complex that only cares about making money and not freeing people anymore. I mean, perception is reality. And it allowed these people to come in and break down our systems. So let's talk about the breakdown of our systems. Look, is, look at what has happened uh, with, the, with the, uh, the flight situation. Glitches and complications, says the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. This is nothing but glitches and complications. We have no idea what went wrong. How is that possible? How is it possible? We literally pay this government, we pay tax money to have a government do just a few things. Protect us, work on trade, and make sure that our infrastructure is working properly with some kind of regulation, but not too much, in order to make the whole system work. But what happens is, is when you get these bad actors and when you get these people that have been put in place after decades and decades of work to get the freedom away from the independent person, which we know as a constitutional republic, and then make you believe that we live in a democracy, this is the kind of stuff that this breeds. After decades of work, let's go to this video of Pete uh, Booty Jedge. Here, where the entire country had to be stopped because of something that probably, you know, involved one sector or another. Well, again, part of what you're seeing here is an abundance of caution and making absolutely certain that operations were safe. But this is one of the reasons why uh, we need to get these answers and, and have this review uh, of exactly what happened, uh, because uh, we need to understand whether this reflects a systemic issue uh, and what would uh, be required so that there's no single point of failure here. Uh, again, there need to be redundancies and uh, layers and layers of protection here. Uh, this is an incredibly complex system. No. Uh, so uh, no, uh, glitches or complications uh, happen all the time, but we can't allow them to uh, ever lead to this level of disruption, and we won't ever allow them to lead to a safety problem. Is this there is a critical he says, hold on, here with the entire? He says this is incredibly complex. Uh, uh, you know, incredibly complex. Uh, you know, system here. Uh, yeah, and it's been working since the '60s, the '50s, the '70s, the '80s, the '90s. We haven't had a shutdown like this since 9-11. What are you talking, glitches and complications? Pete Buttigieg, you are a glitch. You are a complication. Your entire framework of your household and your marriage and your breastfeeding husband are a glitch and a complication. What are you talking about? What do you mean you don't know? Do you know that if this was a private sector industry, they would know within hours? Do you know that? If this was a private sector industry that wasn't regulated heavy by the government and the government didn't have its greasy little tentacles in there that they wanted in there, which is why I believe they were involved in 9-11, that's a whole other story. They just wanted to take away your freedom. Patriot Act, it's another story. Long story short, folks, if this was a private sector industry completely removed from any kind of obligation from the government and the government's hands and the government's doing, they would have figured this out within hours. And guess what? It would never happen again. It would never happen again. Under the past two years of uh, trans... (laughs) Portation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, railroad workers strike crisis while on vacation, he was, shipping log jams, 
supply chain crisis, trucker shortage, FAA outage, back-to-back FAA outage. <laughs> You're doing a bang-up job there, booty judge. You're doing a bang-up job, brother. Unbelievable. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, when you ask the White House, what happened? <laughs> the White House's response, no evidence of a cyber attack, but the cause is unclear. Oh, well, thank you. You, keep, you know, here we are dealing with the FAA, okay? Here we are dealing with planes, transportation in and out of our country at a phenomenal rate. Thousands and thousands and thousands of flights a day. Tens of thousands. Uh, scratch that. Millions of people flying in and out of our country. 9-11. We had millions of people flying in and out of our country too. And when we failed there, look what happened. No clear cause. What do you mean there's no clear cause? Then let me ask you this. How on God's green earth should we allow the federal government, the FAA, to be involved in our uh, airline industry anymore. Why should we allow this? 9-11 was 21 years ago, 22 years ago. Why are we still allowing them to take away our freedoms? Do you guys remember traveling at an airport back in the day? Do you remember dressing up and not dressing down? Do you remember when going to the airport was fun? Do you remember when your family members could walk you to your gate? Do you remember when you could meet your family members at the gate when they first show up? Do you remember when a uh, 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 daily flight, you know, if you were going to be traveling all day, was actually interesting and fun, and you made a day of it, and it was about the journey and not the destination, and then 9-11 happened. And ever since then, raise your hand if you like to fly. I don't. I absolutely hate it. I despised it. Even when they weren't doing the whole mask thing. I hated it and despised it. Take your shoes off. <laughs> Go here. Walk here. Put your arms up. Look into this. Look into that. Are you a terrorist? Come over here. Undress. You know what I mean? Tell them, taking people apart, uh, out of the line and undressing them. Like, what is happening here, folks? We let America die. Matter of fact, scratch that. We asked America to be murdered. We asked America to be murdered when we gave George W. Bush and Liz Cheney's father, who shoots people in the face when they go hunting and kills hundreds of thousands of people all over the world, we allow them to take our freedoms and we didn't even have to put up a fight. Matter of fact, we asked them to do it. How do you get an entire nation to ask you to give away their freedoms? Scare the ever-living you-know-what out of them and bring down some buildings, folks. You will never, ever, 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 ever get me to believe that our government wasn't at least in some way connected, whether they orchestrated and paid for it. It's, is, is, is it so unbelievable after living through COVID? Is it so unbelievable after now knowing that the CIA murdered JFK? Is it really that unbelievable? By the way, the Kennedy family, what's left of them, ought to sue the federal government for billions and billions of dollars. Is it really so unbelievable? And again, if they didn't orchestrate and fund it, which maybe they did, maybe they didn't, they at least allowed it to happen. This kind of stuff, this, 
the FAA, the TSA, they know everything. You're never going to get me to believe that we don't know what happened. You're never going to get me to believe that, folks. Ever, ever, ever. So that's all happened in the, la- in the last two years. And speaking of that administration, look where we are right now. Biden just extended, again, the COVID emergency. As the Omicron subvariant, XBB15, better known as Elon Musk's kid, <laughs> sounds like a name he would name his kid, they said, uh, as it spreads. Spreads to where? Spreads to who? How can you, how, again, we let them take away our freedoms of the airlines. We let them take away our freedoms during COVID. It was just another wave of how much can we take from them this time. And now they're extending the Biden COVID emergency once again. How? Why? Who's suffering? Who's just out there falling dead of COVID? I'll tell you, there are more people, which we'll show today, that are falling dead without COVID, but are maybe triple boosted than there are people falling dead with COVID. The Biden regime extended the COVID emergency once again today. The first COVID emergency was imposed in January of 2020. 15 days to slow the spread has turned into three years. Here we are three years later, still under a COVID emergency, despite Joe Biden claiming the pandemic was over months ago. Remember? Oh, come on, man. Pandemic is over. Where am I? Who was, what's going on here? Pandemic's over. Pandemic emergency gives them extra power that they should not have and continues to give extra money to them. Thankfully, there were some smart people in government that were able to set some of that money aside to give back to people that were actually suffering from it and not just bailing out blue states and blue cities. Thank the Lord there was people fighting for that. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's been on before. I'd like to bring him on again right now. Uh, my friend Clint Lauer, he's going to talk about this because this is, this is one of those great people that said, you know what, we're going to do what we can and, 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 and then sponsored this kind of a show because it doesn't matter if it's this show or a, or a left-wing show. Guess what? People, everyday average Americans suffered because of what they did to us. What they did to us. So this is a little give back. So I'd like to bring on Clint, uh, especially now uh, that we just got the COVID emergency um, extended again. Clint, uh, thank you for joining me. COVID tax relief. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Clint Lowry. These guys have been great. They've been helping out uh, uh, the show here, and they've been helping out other uh, Live from America audience members. There's been so many people, uh, Clint, that have gone to you uh, because of you sponsoring the show and then saying, hey, guess what, guys? Got my check. Here it is. We've already seen it happen. So what do you make of this extending the, um, extending the, the COVID emergency? And how's that going to affect all those people that, have, that, have, that are still being affected by it in some of these states? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Jeremy. Um, and, and I agree with you. You know, the extension of this thing is, I, I guess it, we shouldn't be surprised, should we? I mean, you know, this is the kind of thing that we've seen, and um, I, th- I think that we can expect it to continue. Yeah. The good news is that for uh, a whole lot of your listeners, and I, I was just given some updated numbers to tag on to what you were just saying, you know, we've had over 80 companies that are listeners of your show wow. work with us wow. and file for their employee retention credit through us wow. for a total of over $9 million wow. in pending credit. 
And guess what? That's an average of over $112,000 per business. Wow. Okay, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. This is what, Clint, thank you very much for giving us those numbers because everybody's wanted to know uh, how does this work? Because everybody either has a business or knows somebody who has a business or goes to church or donates to a 501c, you know, whatever. And I've been trying to tell them, hey, go get this money back because they raped you from this money and they destroyed your business. Go get it back. And you're telling me that over 80 businesses that watch live from America have come to you guys and there's a total of over $9 million coming back to their businesses for that? That's right. Wow. Over 112000 on average per business. Hey, Clint, I want to thank you so very much because you told me, you guys told me in the beginning, this is going to help all these people that you're talking to. We promise. And then one after another, they confirmed it was helping, it was helping, it was helping. And you, and you um, I'll tell you what, my, my friend, we raised $75,000 here last year to help people in need. But $9 million, what a glory from God. What a glory to God, Absolutely. I mean. It's wow. huge. And, and, you know, Jeremy, uh, we still have a whole bunch more in process. We have another well over 100 businesses that we're still working with. Those are just the ones that are completed, that are, that are already submitted, and they're just waiting on their checks to arrive from the IRS. Well, you know what, Clint? First of all, thank you again. There's so many people that were hurting, so many businesses that were going under or did go under because of this. So I want to thank you personally. Uh, is there anything that's updated? I, I've pretty much explained this to people, but a lot of people still had questions like, um, you know, they want my social security number. They want my, my business number, and I'm afraid to put that in there. Uh, how, how personal does it get when people reach out to you to, uh, to get money back that the government took from them? Great question. It's very, very simple. Uh, we have a, a team of folks that are standing by ready to talk to you that are experts in how to help you to get qualified. Now, again, with, just to just to briefly cover what this is, this is a, 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 a credit. It's called the Employee Retention Credit. It was part of the CARES Act that was the government's response to the pandemic. And what it is, it's up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. And I want to make that distinction. This isn't, uh, this isn't for just individuals who have a business or, or for 1099 employees. They have to be W-2 employees that are not related to the business owner and so on. And they can get up to $26,000 of the wages that were paid to them refunded back to the business. So this is wow. a reward for businesses that stayed open. A reward for businesses who fought through all of the stuff that you've talked about so much. All of the way that, that it was handled in all these different states. Some some. Handled it well, some not so well. Some made it a little easier for businesses. Some made it really difficult for businesses. The businesses that made it through and continue to employ those employees, those W-2 employees, this is a way for them to get a partial refund of what those people were paid during those six quarters of the pandemic. And it's really, really simple. All they got to do is just go to covidtaxrelief.org. And you were, you were at, the question you were asking was about how personal does it get? Really not at all. We're, we're wanting to offer a consultation. We're educating about what it is, yep. how to qualify. We're helping walk them through step-by-step step, through the process and through the rules of how to qualify. And we're not getting any uh, you know specific details other than how many employees that they had during the pandemic, at least to the point of where we're going to go do the work and calculate their specific credit for them. Yeah. And so they don't have to provide us with anything all the way up to the point where they know exactly how much they can get. And then they'll make a decision as to whether or not they want to work with us. And, and so many of your listeners decided that it was a total no brainer and that they should go ahead and, and work with us and engage our service. $9 million. I mean, wow, that's incredible. You're saving, you're saving people's livelihoods really when you think about it. Uh, and that's why I was so incredible 
Uh, so incredibly happy to be able to tell people about this because if we bring a sponsor on here, you know what I mean? If I'm going to sit here and be like, okay, guys, we got a commercial and I'm going to talk about something, it darn well be something that better that's going to help them and not just, oh, buy this, you know, lawnmower or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's going to help them in some way. So I do appreciate that. Another question that people had was, um, uh, is this money, do, do they... Do they have to spend this money on something specific or is it just their money after that? And is it taxable? This, is, this, this money comes back to the business. It is a refund of the wages that you paid to those employees. It is now obviously not a tax professional. I'm not, not someone CPA, so I can't give specific tax advice. However, the credit itself is not taxable. Um, now, there could be some small impact to their tax returns, as a result, because, you know, this is a refund of some of those wages that are paid to those employees. And so there will be some alterations that are going to need to be made in regards to how much they were able to deduct of those wages that they paid. But the, the cost of, of this is very minimal in terms of any tax impact. And it's going to vary based upon your individual company and, and, uh, and circumstances. But, but that's a very nominal amount. Um, the most important thing is to get your share of this $26,000 per employee and do it as quickly as you can. The faster that you get in line with the IRS and get filed, and we can help you to do that, the faster that you're going to get your money. Is there a minimum requirement for how many employees? Somebody's asked. I like it. No, uh, it, it, if, it's a, if it's just a one business, uh, excuse me, a one-man show or a one-woman show, then they wouldn't be able to qualify because the, the, the people that qualify have to be not related to the owner of the business. So so if, the, if it's just a business owner and they had five employees and none of those employees were related to them, then all five would qualify. There is no minimum necessarily, nice. but it just needs to be W2 employees that are not the owner of the business, more than 50% of the business um, or anyone that's related to those people. Awesome. Well, hey, I'll tell you what, we're going to we're going to keep uh, we're going to keep letting people know about it because, you know, whether whether you guys uh, continue to, you know, you know, sponsor shows or help shows or not. This is a very important thing uh, after what they did to us for three years and how many lives they ruined after three years. I want people to go get what's theirs. And it's not like it's already it's got to be passed. It's already passed and it's there. So, hey, Clint, uh, I want to thank you very much. I'll give you the last uh, 15 seconds. Anything that you'd like to say to the audience? Man, I, I really wish there was some way that we could help all of those businesses that didn't make it through. I know. You know, that wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, I imagine how many of your listeners had a business and lost it. I know. A and lot of them. A lot of them. It's it's awful. And, um, and you know, we're, we're, we're entering another storm. I, I think I you would agree. I, mean, I know. You know, 2023 is, it could be very, very challenging waters here. Yep. And this money can help support those businesses that fought through for those two and three years that now might be doing a little bit better. Maybe they've did a little bit better in the past six months or so, something, but you know, a lot of them are going to be struggling during this year and maybe even in the next year, yep. you know, the, the economy is, is going to be challenging. And so get in line, take action right now and get, get this money as quickly as you can and just keep it in your coffers so that you can get through this next storm that's coming. Amen, brother. I couldn't have said it better. Hey, thank you for coming on. We'll, uh, we'll bring you back on later in the future. I'd love to hear that $9 million get to $30 million. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would like. I'd like to see the people get their money back and get their power back. Uh, God bless you, brother. Thank you again, and we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you, Jeremy. All right, thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Look at that. We got an update finally. Everybody's been saying, how's that worked out for people? Well, there you go. It's worked out $9 million for people. $9 million right here in the LFA family. 
And Roxanne in the comment section said that she went through it too. Uh, Lisa, I have not got, I have not seen your email yet. Doesn't mean that we've not gotten it, uh, but we're going through some emails tonight. So I'll try to get that, okay? Uh, but let's let's continue to talk about Biden. So he's extended the the COVID, um, he's extended the COVID emergency crap. The the economy is. Wait till you see these economy numbers I'm about to show you. But earlier. Excuse me, earlier I was going to show you a video of, uh, what's his name, Neil, Neil Degrassi Tyson? Is that how you pronounce his name, Eli? Is it Degrassi? Neil Degrassi Tyson? Well, this guy, he's kind of like Bill Nye the Science Guy, right? He's not really uh, that intelligent, especially when it comes to virology. He's more about astronomy and the stars and physics and stuff like that. But all of a sudden, all of these wannabe doctors who were, you know, I was a, I was a doctor of this or I was a doctor of that. None of us are virologists, but because we're doctors, we've got uh, an opinion about everything. And darn it, our opinion is right. Meanwhile, real doctors, you know, like frontline doctors, frontline physicians, they were getting banned on Twitter. I want to play this. I love this video because Neil Neil DeGrasse Tyson in this video, which was posted just yesterday, is still claiming that the COVID-19 vaccine will stop transmission. And then when he's confronted with a guy who actually, you know, points some real stuff out to him, he's just like, uh, duh, duh, duh. He doesn't know what to say. I I really wanted you to see this. It's great. Oh, your own body. Your own body. If you want to get an abortion, get an abortion. If I want to get the vaccine, I get to choose. So you can't force. If if I can't force you to get an abortion, you shouldn't be able to force me to get the vaccine. Because it's not about you. It's about people you interact with. And that's the social contract of public but we health. don't we don't even know if the vaccine worked or not at the time yes that's what the trials are dude that's why these trials what, you, are you missing data out but, there but let me ask you a question are we saying only one type of scientists are right no we're saying that the system in place the sixteen thousand oh, that signed that no 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 the, the system in place to test vaccines yeah. th- th- there's an entire system that's in place that that with review boards and all of this, yeah, the average- that's in place. Now you can say you can ch- you, what you can say is, I I have a better idea than all these review boards and all these agencies and the CDC. I have a better idea. Here's what you should do, and that would have made everything better. Okay, you can put forth that idea, but what I'm saying is, in a case where you can contaminate someone else, it's not about you. It's about the collective you're assuming health you're assuming you're assuming because somebody can take the vaccine uh won't get covid which by the way i don't need to play the clips for you to see it where everybody said hey if you get it you're not going to get if you take the vaccine you're not going to get a rachel maddow joe biden i can give you fauci i can give you fit and you've seen these clips before it's not like you've never seen it before what happened they were wrong hold on so so um, (laughs) the strain evolved oh there it is oh there it is I, he goes what do you mean i can play you clip after clip you've seen the clips i don't got to sit here and explain them to you uh doctor uh smart guy you claim that it wouldn't you, you get the vaccine it wouldn't spread what happened what happened uh uh we'll see what had happened was uh the uh the vac the 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 strain evolved oh yes yeah because that's what the flu does now in this video he literally says if somebody has a better idea then please put it forward we did we tried to 
We were suspended. Then we were banned. And then some were investigated. Some were sued. Some had their medical license taken away and can never practice medicine ever again. Some were fired. Some were doing TikTok dances in the middle of hospitals with fake bodies laying all around them. We tried. So many people tried to give an alternative way of doing things. Funny thing about it is, is most of the people who, like myself, who are not a virologist by any stretch of the means, I had better solutions than you did. Everybody that is watching this show right now, the 4,000 people, by the way, if you've not rumbled, please do so. And can we get another round of sharing for all those people that just came in? Everybody watching right now had put put forth a better solution than you did. We tried. Real doctors, real licensed physicians, and licensed uh, virologists and epidemiologists, they tried. Uh, 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 let's see what had happened was, uh, uh, the, 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 the strain, it it evolved. Yeah, it, it, it did. Now you guys, first of all, asked me, stop showing and talking about all of the people dropping dead from the vaccine. So many of us LFA family members were, were coerced to forced or, or made to take that vaccine and we don't want to hear about it. So then I stopped showing you about it. I told you that I could have shown you somebody every day on the news who dropped dead out of nothing. Sudden death death syndrome. You know, sad. Sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, just dying, right? Right? That's not from COVID, is it? They don't know what it is. So I said, I'm going to stop doing that. And then you said, no, don't stop. The world needs to see it. So you know what I did today as I was thinking about this and as Biden moved the goalposts? and put out another emergency, uh, extended the emergency, I said, I'm going to go grab a handful of them that I just saw today. Just today. I told you I could pluck one every day. Please share the video, folks. Please share the video. Second high school student dies suddenly within a week in in Las Vegas after suffering from cardiac arrest. Would you like to see his picture, everyone? There he is. That's him. His name was Jordan Brister, healthy young man, planned to join the military after graduating high school, play sports, very physical, dropped out of cardiac arrest, second student within a week there, a high school student after, um, at Amplis Academy in Las Vegas was found unresponsive in the school bathroom last week after suffering massive cardiac arrest for unknown reasons, according to the family. Jordan Brister, 18 years old, passed away on Sunday suddenly and unexpectedly. And much like Pete Buttigieg with the uh, FAA stuff, don't know why, (laughs) glitches, I guess, complications. Suddenly and unexpectedly, after suffering a cardiac arrest, on January 3rd after gym class with no explanations as to why. According to the Brister's father, Conrad Brister, it may, to, it, it may took 25 minutes before he was found. In a statement, the public charter school stated, it's personal rendered, quote, immediate medical, immediate medical assistance 
to Brister was done upon paramedics' arrival. Thank you very much, Ed, for the $111 donation. Ed Hartwell, happy 82nd birthday. 111 here's $111. Well, I'm, I'd love to sing happy birthday to Ed right now, uh, and I thank you so much for that donation, but uh, kind of weird time to sing happy birthday, but I, I appreciate that, that donation. Thank you very, very, very much. Jordan was admitted to uh, an ICU at Southern Hills Hospital and was pronounced dead on Sunday. That's one of them. Would you like to tell me another? Because here's another. 16-year-old basketball player suffers stroke while in school. Where's her picture? Can we get her picture up here? There it is, folks. There she is. 16-year-old little girl. The world ahead of her. All she was doing was following what her school and her mom and dad told her was the best for her to do. And look at her now. Where is she now? Tuesday night, a 16-year-old Odessa Montour girls hoops standout suffered a stroke while in school. Kiana Garrison, an Odessa Montour junior, had a stroke on January 5th and was hospitalized at Strong Memorial Hospital in Rochester after being treated at Guthrie Corning Hospital. <coughs> According to the fundraising campaign to help the family with medical expenses, Garrison had blocked, had a blocked vertebral artery, causing her to have a stroke. She had been in intensive care unit for quite some time, but after undergoing numerous tests and treatments, she was finally removed. Kiana is still going, undergoing neuro, neurological tests to find the path forward to repair the issue as well as physical therapy. Now, again, folks, every one of these instances could be just a thing, right? But why weren't they just a thing five years ago? Why wasn't there stories every day about it? Were we not looking for it? Or is it a result of this? I guess you'll never know. I mean, you'll know, you know, but I guess nobody will ever admit it. Kindergarten student in Ohio dies suddenly. Tragedy struck the community of Huron- Ohio on Sunday. This one really bothers me, folks. I'm going to be honest with you. This one, this one here really bothers me. I don't, uh, little kids is, is, it's a tragedy because I think of my little daughter, but uh, I, I have to show her picture because, you know, we have to say their names. We have to, we have to show what these, who these people were. Tragedy struck the community of Huron, Ohio Sunday when a young child died unexpectedly. Shawnee Elementary School announced the death of little Evelyn Bauer, a kindergarten student attending the school. In a release to the parents, announces the horrible news, Huron Superintendent Dr. James Tateman expressed his condolences to the family. Counselors were made available to the students and staff Monday, according to the release. And ongoing support is available. I don't really want to read anymore. I don't want to really read anymore, but I will put this back on the screen. Folks, like I said, I could do, I could do one a day every day easily. I literally look for these stories. And I find them 
like nothing. That was three of them. Let's go to the LFA family and see what the LFA family has to say about this. Can we bring up that chat? There it is. Thank you. So heartbreaking. This makes me angry. The damn parents for getting kids jabbed. So pretty. Makes my blood boil. So sad. What did she die from? Heart attack. Just unexpected, sudden heart failure. Jesus, please help us. Please help us, says Melly. Forgive them, Lord. Amen. That's all we can do. Another baby. Dear Lord, this is so awful. There's just something different about the shots that came out after the first two original ones. Jeremy, there are so many posted daily. I know. I know. I see them every day. Breaks my heart. I don't care how old they are, but when it's a child like that, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. It hurts me. It hurts me on a, on a, uh, on a, a parental level, you know? But we are 54 minutes past the hour, ladies and gentlemen. I told you that I would talk to you a little bit about uh, this Biden economy before we get to the end. And ladies and gentlemen, the millions of Americans who have quit their jobs under the Biden administration is absolutely record-breaking. Record-breaking. The great resignation. Everybody wonders why it's so hard to get good service or to get anybody to do anything or to get a package on time. It's because our workforce uh, is just doing nothing. Is just doing nothing. The great resignation, cumulative numbers of quits in the United States since January of 2021, industry by industry. Check this out. Leisure and hospitality, 18,848,000 walkouts, quit. Professional and business services, 16,740,000. The retail trade, 14,000. Million six hundred and ninety-one thousand. The healthcare and social assistance, twelve million and fifty-one thousand. Manufacturing, six million eight hundred and thirty people, thirty thousand. Excuse me. Government, four million nine hundred and forty-four thousand. Transportation and warehouse and utilities, four million four hundred and one thousand. Construction, four million three hundred and fourteen thousand. Financial activities. 3,280,000 other services, uh, basically miscellaneous, I would assume, in that category. 3,174,000. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a staggering, record breaking number of people walking out of the workforce since last year alone. And you've got to ask yourself why. Well, I'll tell you, it's bad leadership, folks. It's absolutely bad leadership. It goes from the top down. And everything that you're seeing, all, the, all of the, uh, the, 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 the breakdown of the systems of this great country, the gears that move this country forward, it is all and has been all under attack from Biden. And this is what happens. We'll go back to what Steve Bannon says. Stolen elections are catastrophic. I mean, uh, elect- elections have consequences, but stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Amen? Right? But what did I tell you in the beginning of this? America is stronger than even a Joe Biden or a Barack Hussein Obama of four years of destruction. America's stronger than that. And thank God 
that Donald J. Trump was able to bridge that gap in between uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden as president. Because if not, we would have been absolutely screwed. And I'll have to tell you this too. You go back to the cold open of this show. You go back to that, uh, that uh, statement that Donald J. Trump put out and how strong and vigorous and, and amazing he looks. I got to tell you, he was right. He needed to walk away from D.C., He could have used the military and stayed in power. What would that have solved? Honestly, let's look back on this. What would that have solved? Let's say Donald Trump used the military and confiscated all of the election machines and looked through them all and showed the world what happened. Okay, what happens next? Business as usual, pretty much. Kicking the can down the road, waiting for Donald J. Trump to be out of his second presidency so they could pick up business as usual and and complete their 2030 agenda. However, Donald Trump leaving, firing up his base like that, his base staying alive. He took a risk by doing that, but the base was so strong. And that is how I knew that America was a lot stronger than Biden. And here we are two years later. And I believe when Trump comes back and wins, and he will, he will trust that he will. When he comes back and wins, we will be in a better position than we would have been if Donald J. Trump just literally uh, caught all the election fraud at that moment and stayed in power. I guarantee you, we will be at a better spot. Sometimes you got to go through those valleys, folks. We went through a heck of a valley, you and I together. We went through some valleys, didn't we? And look at us now. Look where we are now. Keep fasting. Keep praying. Amen. Uh, Barman Diaz, thank you very much. All right, I want to just get uh, two more quick stories, folks, and you're going to want to hear them. The Golden Globes ratings collapsed. All of these elite... You know, the Golden Globes, the Academy Awards, the bleh, the bleh, and the bleh, the bleh, that nobody cares about. All of them lost major ratings in the last few years. The Golden Globes had only 5.3 million viewers. The show was seen as boring and crude. 5.3 million viewers now if lfa tv gets 5.3 million viewers that's one thing that's one thing but when the golden globes tanks 23 percent from last year and even further from the year before folks i think we are having uh the effect that we needed to we're draining the swamp we're ending wokeness big bang maga is coming back it truly is going to be a better america when this is all said and done and also folks a better government Look at what the Republicans are doing in D.C. right now. Courage is contagious. Now, we're going to do one more story, and then we're going to sing happy birthday to Ed. Kevin McCarthy, promises made, promises kept. He keeps saying it, and he keeps doing it. This, I, this, this was a stand-up move. This was an integrity move. I don't even know if I would have done this because I don't put up with any, uh, you know, any kind of loser mentality or any kind of lying. You know, it just it doesn't show integrity. And I got to be honest with you. George Santos did not show a lot of integrity by lying in his campaign. And House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on Wednesday from attacks from the left, attacks from the media, attacks from uh, his own uh, colleagues in the House and the Senate to go after and investigate George Santos, Kevin McCarthy declined to call for any kind of resignation 
over any kind of fabrications on his resume or anything else and says, I will not be doing anything as far as any kind of punishment or investigation into George Santos. He was elected and he will serve the people, period. Now shut your mouth and leave me alone. Shut your mouth and leave me alone. Basically, he said it this way, quote, I try to stick by the Constitution and the voters elected him to serve. If there's a concern and he has to go through the ethics committee, let him move through that. But I have no intention on holding any investigations. I love that. Thank you, Kevin McCarthy. You know what he just did there? He stood up. He stood up for fellow Republicans. And I would not call uh, Santos and, and McCarthy the same kind of Republican. Very different. Even though Santos is brand new, McCarthy's a rhino who's been there forever. But hey, ru- hey, everybody can change, right? Everybody can change. And he's showing some really good change as of late. So that's good news. And I absolutely love that. Now, we're going to sing happy birthday to Chrissy and Ed. Are you guys ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Chrissy and Ed. Happy birthday to you. I had to put Chrissy first because ladies first, ladies and gentlemen, right? All right, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless you guys. Do not forget to check out our sponsors of covidtaxrelief.com, Field of Greens, Gold Co., Four Patriots, all of them. They're great people, and I'm, I'm honored and blessed that they would help out when we're experiencing uh, you know, such a low uh, donation period. But that'll all come back because we trust in the Lord, right? Feel free to visit jeremyharrell.com. There's 500 American businesses on the American Strong Companies tab. And also, do not forget, visit lfatv.us and make sure you also download our app for your mobile device folks there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one Yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper I'll see you tomorrow 9am we'll start the day again with another round of the Lord I love you guys keep a smile on your face keep your families close keep spreading that gospel peace